Yeah, we got connectivity problems again in Las Vegas, but I'm not complaining. I'm uh, at my age, happy to be alive. Straight dope, no bullsh. It's the Fish Report live. Fish at six, it's four o'clock in Las Vegas where we're getting ready for the Super Bowl and I've got a top 10 for you collected, uh, not because they are hot takes, but because they are accurate, fact-based, information with opinions piled on top of those. Again, I apologize for the uh, technical difficulties. Um, if you're over there, tell everybody to please jump over here. I know uh, Tony Fisher, happy birthday, Tony Fisher, uh, and Jim Laws and Paul Gale and the rest of you will direct guys over here. Hope that works out. Uh, we had to do that this morning and it worked out fine. So um, bear with me and let's roll. Item on this TGI Friday, thank God it's fish. Um, Friday's prize day. So, Marsh has got a mystery box. Diddly diddly dink, what? So if you wanna win a prize out of the Uncle Fish prize closet and you won't know what it is, you won't know. You won't know how good or lousy it is. Uh, type in that you want box, B-O-X. And the state that you live in, that fascinates uh, Marsha. And then we'll, uh, we'll give it away on Monday night's program, which will be our final night in Las Vegas as we uh, go to the game, cover the game for you. We'll do a pregame show, of course, from the stadium, and uh, we invite you to come with us. Item two, so uh, Box and your state. Box Oregon, Box Texas, Box Florida, Box New Jersey, etc. Item two. This is not a country club at the Star. That's false. So those of us who are saying, well, I'll tell you what they need to do. They need to tackle more. That, that's, it's, not, it's not allowed. It's not legal, uh, again, uh, under the CBA. Nor, by the way, is it advisable because um, in this salary cap and big money world, you tackle in practice and break somebody's ankle and your season's ruined. So no team does it. No team tackles, no team hits, no team, none of it. None of it. Barely in training camp and certainly not in practice. The facilities obviously are extraordinary at the star. So does that create a country club? I, I suppose so. Same thing with the stadium. I mean, I get that. Uh, but you, you, want them, you want them to play in a, bump, a, a, a dump? You want to attract players to the dump? So they have incredible facilities uh, at the stadium and at the star as well. That's the way it's gonna be. Uh, they are treated like kings, knee gods in Frisco and beyond. That's the way it's gonna be. So what do you do to change that? Maybe you change it with a guy. Did Emmett Smith in an interview today really do hashtag 53 brands? Uh, I'm familiar with how many people think it, and I know how many people are hearing it because they watch this show and read what we do at CowboysSI.com. Confirm that for me. Is that right, Ken Lawson? <laughs> Thank you, Emmett. Friend of the show. Hashtag 53 brands. That's a thing. Where's the T-shirt? We might have a T-shirt in the Uncle Fish store on that. If not, I bet you Broken Halo's on it right now. Hashtag 53 brands. I need to call him and tell him that. Jason P, $5 pitch in. Just the fact that Tank could use the word tired tells you what you need to know about the culture. 
We'll get there. So what do you do to shock the system? Serve crappier food in the players' lounge? Make the uniforms junky? Maybe you change a guy. And you're not going to change Jerry Jones. We'll get into Terrell Owens' take on the Cowboys here in a moment. Maybe you shock the system by hiring Mike Zimmer. And uh, our friend Darren Woodson, who falls just short of the Hall of Fame, says, and he's not ripping the players, and he's certainly not ripping Dan Quinn, this team needs a shock. Maybe Mike Zimmer is the shock. Let's think about it that way. Uh, and again, everybody's an expert. Uh, everybody knows they should have hired him. They should have kept him. They should have fired. This is what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And I think we are recognizing one of the things that they know. Let's shock the system around here. Mike Zimmer can do that. He will, he will, he will be your friend after your playing career. He's friend, best friends with Dion. He's friends with Woody. Uh, he'll, he's friends with me. But he is not going to be friendly to Tank Lawrence if Tank Lawrence says, though, the reason I didn't play well is because I'm tired. Astro World, yes. Go into the Uncle Fish store and we'll figure it out. I, I, would, uh, I would love to autograph anything that you got. 44 Carbine, run the 3-4. Why? Uh, 44 Carbine, I don't know what decade you're living in. That's not the way it works anymore. Everybody runs everything. That's dead. Forget about that. Shock the system with the guy. B.O. Boyd, they should have fired McCarthy and you know it. I don't know that at all. I don't, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find ways to get better. Give me the ways to get better. Uh, it's not, somebody says, it's not Zimmer's job to shock the team. It's McCarthy's. That's false. Think about back when you were on a team. Surely you were on one. Surely you were on a team. It's not specific to the head coach. It could be whoever it is. What, what, if you're, if you assemble your, your, uh, staff smartly, you get a yeller, you get a hugger, you get a brainiac, you get an uncle. Think about it. Think about Jimmy's staffs. Were, were they the best, were they the best coaches in the world? Worked out pretty well. They were Jimmy guys. They were loyal to Jimmy. They didn't, I'm going to tell you right now, Hubbard Alexander, the late Hubbard Alexander, He's not the best wide receiver coach in the world, but he was like Michael Irvin's uncle. And so Jimmy brought him here. Uh, a bunch of you want me to explain hashtag 53 brands. Very simply, this is an organization that from the very top, and, and we uh, originated this years ago, and he, now it's cool to see it, everybody talking about it. I'm, I'm proud and honored. So the organization is all about branding. So you've got 53 players that walk into this place. They're treated like kings and gods. Why wouldn't it occur to them? Well, 
Jerry's about branding. Why can't I be about branding? The, the organization has us wearing special t-shirts every day so we can go sell them in the pro shop. That's how, that's how deep the branding goes, the marketing goes in this organization. So why can't I do that? And they do. And the next thing you know, everybody's girlfriend has a, has a cowboy-related business. The third-string quarterback sells cowboy merchandise. And 53 of them have their own brand. That's hashtag 53 brands. Yes, we are getting the t-shirt in the store. Now that Emmett Smith said it, some other uh, cowboy guy said it the other day too. Now that, that, now that the world sang it, we'll go for it. MG Texas, I don't know who's sugar, sugar-coating shit. I don't know. What, first of all, there is nothing less delicious than sugar-coated shit. Have no idea what you're talking about. If you want to know what's going on with the Cowboys from somebody that's covered them for 34 years, you've come to the right place. If you want me to say something negative about the Cowboys just because you like suckling at the teat of negativity, that's your problem. That's not my problem. It's not my job. Angelo Brooks, what happened to winning? Just win, baby. That's the Raiders, Angelo. You got your teams confused. Item three, ding. Too tired. The Cowboys were too tired. I'm tired. I swear to you, and if I can find Tank Lawrence, I'm gonna give him this opportunity. He wants that back. He didn't mean that. That's ridiculous, Tank. The reason we lost to the Packers is we were too tired. And it's been a long season. What do you mean it's been? It's the same length as everybody else's season. Tank is a very, Tank's a bright guy. He's an eloquent guy. Uh, he does a great job with fiery pep talks. He screwed this up. Somebody says you can't take it back. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. He can fix that. He can fix that. He can go on Twitter and fix it. He can go on Twitter and say, that was, I can't believe I said that on live TV. That was stupid. They weren't more tired than the Packers. In fact, they're less tired than the Packers because the Packers traveled and the Cowboys were at home. Uh, somebody pointing out in the super chat, heard Jesse Holly say, Zim's a no, Jesse Holly's my guy. I'm, I'm telling you, I lived it with Mike Zimmer. I'm telling you exactly what he's like. And, and so is Woodson. And Woodson is saying that as somebody that talks to him every week. Timothy, most of us wish he had told the truth. We lost because the quarterback didn't show up. You think that Dak Prescott is the only guy that played poorly in the Packers game? Uh, I don't know. You need to plug in your TV. It's funny. And Tony points this out, Tank Lawrence didn't necessarily have a bad game that day. But Ken Lawson, Uncle Fish Premium. Hey, how do I get to Circle and Star? Ask the fellas, they show you how. They gave up 48 points. And it's not because they were tired. They gave up 48 points because they played poorly. Maybe prepared poorly. They were out everything, not just the quarterback and not just the defense. They were out everything. But again, there, there's, he's not the only one. Micah said, I, I'm, I'm uh, satisfied with the way I played. 
I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be Mike McCarthy that calls that guy into his office and said, no, you weren't. No, you're not. You're not tired and you're not satisfied. That could be Mike Zimmer. That could be, again, I take you back to that cowboy staff. And this guy was a yeller and that guy was a friend and that guy was an uncle and that guy was a professor. It wasn't always Jimmy yelling uh, and the mythology of go on the asthma field. That's, that's mythology. They should cut Tank and Micah like they did because when, when John Roper slept in a meeting, they cut John Roper. They didn't cut John Roper because he slept in a meeting. They cut John Roper because they were going to cut him anyway. They cut Kerwin Richards because he fumbled. They didn't need him anyway. Jimmy just used it as an example. Jimmy was, Jimmy was probably glad he fumbled because it gave him a way to press a motivational button. The guy that he said go to the asthma field was the third string kicker. That's no display of toughness. Don't buy the mythology. I'm telling you the facts. Tank wasn't tired. The Cowboys weren't tired. They got their ass kicked. Item four, ding. I must say, and we've been um, very critical of Micah Parsons and his social media presence and the things he says. Um, and I think when we say critical, I think fair. Uh, sometimes you say these outrageous things and then it puts you out there on, on uh, hanging out there and then you got to back it up. I don't, think he, I don't think he does it like that. I just think it's his personality. I just think he likes to talk and have fun. And, and here's a, a little bit of a, a new prism from my conversation. Hey, Goose, I don't know why you guys keep asking, did you ask Micah this question in your one-on-one? -on -one? Why don't you just go watch the video and you can see what we talked about. Emmett can't stand the Cowboys, why should we? That's not what he said. Emmett Smith loves the Cowboys. Fish, do you like Vladimir Putin? Uh, um, I haven't studied the draft yet, so I don't know where he's going to be in the draft. Uh, I'll let the draft experts talk about Vladimir Putin. I, I, I assume he's a defensive tackle from up north somewhere. I watched Micah. I was, I was probably, there, probably there for two hours. And... He did not do this for my benefit because part of the time he didn't know I was standing there. And there wasn't, I mean, there was only, first of all, there was no DFW media there besides me. Dink. <laughs> diddly diddly dink, what? Uh, I mean, there, there probably wasn't five, there wasn't five reporters in there. There was a guy from CNN, uh, there was my man Hondo from Las Vegas and me. That's about it. So he wasn't performing for the media. Gabriella, Fish, how old are you? Gabriella, I'm married. So quit flirting with me. Marshall will get jelly. Man, I saw him talk to the kids. He talked to one kid and he wasn't, it wasn't for his dad and it, he wasn't getting anything out of it. It was Make-A-Wish Kid. He talked to this one kid, he must have talked to him, just, just sat down with him for 20 minutes and just talking about football with him, like they were friends. It was amazing. 
and he let his hair down. No way, Fort Worth Texan, you better tell Google to, you better Google me and check that. Uh, Rob Wright, he was there for a charity event. Rob, I, again, here we go. I was there. Why are you telling me what Micah Parsons was doing? I was there. There's only like three of us. Were you there? What am I, Mickey Spagnola now? <laughs> he did it with a bunch of kids, just hung out with them. And he, he, he wouldn't stop. So he wouldn't shut up in a good way. He wasn't obliged to be there. There was no way he was obliged to be there for Make-A-Wish for two hours. And so I'm cutting Micah a little bit of slack, not only because he came on the show and did his only one-on-one -on -one interview uh, of the week, which was cool. I'm cutting him a little bit slack because um, I don't think that his yakking is designed to be promotional. I, I think he yaks on the podcast and he yaks to the media and he yaks on Twitter because as I saw with these eight-year-olds and 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds. He just likes to yak. He just likes to talk football with guys, including nine-year-olds. Uh, and yes, it was really, really cool and charitable and warm-hearted and all that stuff. But it, it, it did paint a little bit different picture for me of Micah. He, he's not trying to promote himself necessarily. He just likes to talk football. Cece, can you say hi, Cece? Done. Item five. Uh, so British Aiden goes to the Seahawks. And you've not lost. I mean, it's true. You've lost three defensive coordinators types in three days. Uh, Rob writes Gen X. I appreciate you bouncing back with an Uncle Fish Premium uh, response to our conversation here. Micah's answer, Fish, to you about what he'll retire, what he'll do when he retires, tells a lot about him. He went, he didn't write. I gave him the opportunity to say, "How about coaching? How about broadcasting?" And I think broadcasting might be realistic, but he talked about retiring and just spending all his time with his kids. So. Out goes defensive coordinator Quinn, out goes defensive coordinator Aiden, and out goes defensive coordinator Joe Witt. 44 Carbine, Michael Lombardi likes the 3-4. What do I give? I don't give a shit. What? What do I care what, I, why do I care what kind of defense Michael Lombardi likes to run? Why do you care? And I don't think, however, that losing, losing, and losing, coach, coach, and coach, should cause panic in them Frisco streets. If you believe the shock angle, Rory, Fish, you're hot, I know, then you might have gotten better at defensive coordinator. Zimmer might make you better at defensive coordinator. Hmm, that's a beard scratcher. PW, Fish, I appreciate the content. You're my go-to for Cowboys stuff. I appreciate you. 
What if Zimmer's better? Uh, Woody said, there's going to be guys that don't like playing for him. Jace, Zimmer's a safe hire. To who? Not to the players. To Jerry. But Jerry's going to be here anyway. Why does Jerry need safe? I don't understand that. I've seen that argument a lot. Jerry played it safe. Why does Jerry? Jerry could do whatever he wants. He won't be safe to the players. And that's what matters because we're not changing Jerry. We're not going to make Jerry different. Can we make the players different? You lose Joe Witt. Uh, I think the morning news wrote, they should have tried to keep him. How? How are you keeping Joe Witt? You keep, you got to have Joe Witt instead of Mike Zimmer? You have a first-time defensive coordinator instead of Mike Zimmer. Why? They should have tried harder to keep Aiden. How? You, they made him the defensive coordinator in Seattle. How am I keeping him? You going to make him the defensive coordinator over Mike Zimmer? And by the way, I thought everybody loved Al Harris. So you're keeping Al Harris. So you have Mike Zimmer, Al Harris, and they'll hire another defensive line coach. This is, we, 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 we get so caught up in this. Oh no, we're losing him. Everybody's losing everybody all the time. And you know what they do after everybody loses everybody all the time? You know what they do? Then they hire somebody to replace them. But the only person I know around here, no, Mike McDonald is uh, not the defense coordinator of Seattle. He's the head coach. Fish, do you, uh, Jace, do you see Dallas trading up to draft Dak's future replacement? No, I absolutely do not. SG, who the hell is Mike Zimmer? Google me, and I will tell you all about it. CowboysSI.com. You got Al Harris, and I thought he was golden. Item six, surgery for the legend of Peyton Hendershot, surgery for TJ Bass, surgery for Gilly. Um... Henderson, going to be fine short-term. Uh, Todd Archer first report this. Bass, going to be a short thing, no big deal. And by the way, both two, uh, both backups. Gilly, that's a shoulder. And uh, Todd says that could be a six-month rehab. Uh-oh. Gilly wants to come back here. He's going to be 34 and he's having shoulder surgery to acquire six months of rehab. I had shoulder surgery. So February, March, April, May, June, July. That means he comes back in August. Free agency opens March 13th. I don't think this is me without having any more details about the significance of the surgery. I, I don't think I'm gonna sign him on March 13th, thinking that he might not show up till August. You might, you might, you might move him down a couple spots on the totem pole around here. 
wants to come back. Uh, Isaiah, can you keep him on the cheap? You could. In fact, he's not going to be, on, on paper, he's not going to be a starter because you'll have Diggs and Bland. So I want him. He wants it. I don't want to pay him, and I'm not going to see him till August. Item seven. Uh, there's a report that the Cowboys did this in such an orderly fashion that the first thing that happened is Dan Quinn decided to leave. Then, in a very orderly fashion, Mike McCarthy decided to call Zimmer. Really? I'll take that bet. I'll take the bet that they did not do it in an orderly fashion because they already knew, they, 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 this organization knew Dan Quinn was probably gonna leave a year ago. They did not just think of Mike Zimmer eight days ago. That's preposterous. Next, they did not wait to touch base until Dan Quinn's deal was official. Preposterous. Next, the suggest it's, it's certainly possible that Mike McCarthy, it's conceivable. So Jerry didn't talk to Mike Zimmer and say, uh, Zim, he didn't? You sure? What about the agent? Nobody calls anybody's agents? And I don't know that part for a fact with Zimmer. The Cowboys are trying to paint this picture of an orderly fashion that, that they did everything right in a row and part of the reason they're painting this picture is, I think, they want to make sure that the world understands uh, th this was Mike McCarthy's choice. No. This, this was an organizational choice. Jerry, Stephen, McClay, and McCarthy. And that's a fact. Item eight. I do appreciate the thoughts of Cowboys who won big here. You know, Michael Irvin, very passionate friend of the show, Emmett Smith, of course, you, you know, Emmett Smith, first of all, Emmett, Emmett says if I was the GM, I wouldn't have kept Mike McCarthy. And I certainly appreciate his perspective. Um, he, he is heartbroken every time this team doesn't get it done. And I appreciate all of that. One thing about Emmett, though, that allows him to have his voice, he helped him win three Super Bowls. And around here, that's what matters, right? Does T.O. get to have a voice like that? It's a Hall of Famer. T.O. says it's fool's gold that you keep believing Jerry. And, I, and I, I would tap the brakes here. I don't think you do believe in Jerry. As, as a, certainly not as a general manager, I, I think T.O.'s wrong. I don't think you do put your faith in Jerry. I think you have very little faith in Jerry, the general manager. I think you have these grand hopes 
and, and accurate hopes that actually Steven's doing some heavy lifting over here. Will McClay is doing some heavy lifting over here. It's not just Jerry. That view, by the way, is accurate. And I've tried to paint that picture for a long time. But I don't think the Cowboys public is like, I know Jerry can do it this year. I don't think you think that. Here's the fool's gold from T.O. Wasting time on the idea that they've got to change out Jerry. That's the fool's gold. Because it's not going to happen. Dean Graham, uh, does Mike Zimmer have any pull for the draft? Yes. This organization, unbeknownst to many, gives fantastic and incredible authority to the coaching staff. Uh, and, and this is part, listen, Jerry does all kinds of things that uh, you might not like. He does, I like to point out that there's also some, some good things. There's the good, there's the bad, all of it, all of it. Um, they recognized a long time ago, for instance, that Jason Garrett has, has a scouting brain. So Jason Garrett had a big voice in scouting. Mike McCarthy has more involvement in scouting in the last three years than he had in 13 years in Green Bay. That's a fact. Is that a spider up there? It can't be. No, that's a sprinkler. Uh, and yes, Mike Zimmer, Mike Zimmer will be part of free, not only uh, draft scouting, but free agent scouting too. And he'll say, we need that kind of defensive tackle. That's the kind of cornerbacks I like. And he will absolutely have a powerful voice here as um, all prominent members of the coaching staff have had for years. Out of nine, dink, ding, dink. Mozzie, I still haven't gotten the bottom of the 40-pound thing. It's on my hot list. NFL.com uh, comes out and gives the Cowboys a D-plus grade for their draft. They're not wrong. But they also, in a weird Weird take on Mozzie, they say, you know, he really contributed a lot and he really came on and he late in the he came on late in the year. Guys, and I'm not trying to rip Mozzie and I'm not trying to rip Will McClay. I'm just spitting facts. He played four snaps in the Packers game. What do you mean he came on? In the end, Mozzie's contributions here, nothing. He did nothing. He was the fourth defensive tackle. And if you go back to uh, right after the draft and for months after that, they talked about him being a starter. They talked about him being the strongest guy in the weight room. They talked about him being the best run, run stopper in the building before he even showed up. He did nothing. That can change. That can get better. Max, I'm looking into the weight thing. I don't know that it's factual. And item 10, and finally. So at the beginning of the week, there's like opening night. And it's 49ers, Chiefs, opening night. Fans paid gigantic piles of money to go be at that thing. I mean, the NFL's king, man. 